everyone, and welcome to the 131st episode of the Poorly Planned Podcast. My name is Benedict. You may know me better as B.H.L. Hudson. Here we talk about <laughs> movies, TV shows, a bunch of nonsense, Harry Potter-sums. With me, as always, say. is my friend, co-host, and very appropriately, I would say, the Ron Weasley to my Harry Potter Frederick. that you've got many scars and that I've got a flying car. <laughs> I was thinking more in that I'm the protagonist and the uh, very likable and understood main character, and you're his goofy mm. ginger sidekick, <laughs> who is largely, as we'll discuss, useless. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I mean, again, probably very accurate then. <laughs> um, Wait, who, who gets with... Is it Hermione or... Does, does uh, Ron get with Hermione or does... Harry he does, but that's... Mind. I don't, I don't want to... We don't have to talk about I don't want to talk politics. <laughs> so, today, because we are having to record this a bit in advance, this is on Thursday, April 7th, we're not doing mm. any mini-reviews. We're not doing any news. We're just doing... No mini-reviews. ...a topic. It is, um... I mean, we've, we've, we've been spoiling you guys with mini-reviews and news lately. Exactly. Think, so, <laughs> it's about time. You've asked for too much. <laughs> um, so, yeah, because Freddy's going to Spain, I believe, next week. And um, you are correct. I am going to Denmark next week, so it would be a little inconvenient. We for are the, uh, we are traversing men. We some could call us Tom Holland in the film Uncharted. Um, some could. Some I think could. you're very much the Markimu to my Tom Holland, in that you're mm. slightly older and fatter, but <laughs> also more doesn't, have a, doesn't have a percentage of body fat. He has negative body fat. His his body fat is taken into <laughs> his system. Anyway, I got weirdly <laughs> passionate there. Um, yeah, so we're just going to do a topic. And what better time to talk about some Harry Potter films than the week of the release of Fantastical Beasticles, Dumbledore's... Fantastical Testicles, Dumbledore's, Dumbledore's Jerking. Dumbledore the Secret, you know? So... <laughs> Victorious Dumbledore. Um, yeah, so this week, or I guess the week this is coming out, the latest Harry Potter spinoff Fantastic Beasts is coming out. And, um, yeah, I thought we'd go through the series, all ten films at this point, and uh, do a little discussion of, of what we think. So, you have a a middling knowledge of the Harry Potter films, it's safe to say? I would, I would say I've got uh, a below average <laughs> Harry okay, Potter yeah, knowledge, excellent. I'd say. Uh, wait, sorry, did you say we're going through all the Harry Potter movies and the Fantastical Testicles? I mean, I guess we can... We've already touched a lot. I shouldn't say we've touched a lot on the Fantastical ah. Testicles, but we, we have already talked a lot about the Newt Scamander adventures. So I think we can very briefly just uh, spelunk along those. But um, God, yeah. you're using some terrible wordage. For I know. Things. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to spelunk along the Fantastical Testicles I'm, I, with I, Newt Salamander Scamander. I would like to specify that you started saying Fantastical Testicles. I said Fantastical Beasticles, all right? I was just going with it, but, but now that you've... Blamed it on me. I have to point out. Yeah. That was your doing. But yeah. So I am, as the listeners may know, a huge Harry Potter fan. It uh, mm. As a child growing up, it was my favorite franchise. I loved the books. I had them read to me as a child. I read them again in later life as a slightly older child. Um, I loved the films. I saw them. <laughs> slightly older. <laughs> you know, we had the DVDs. When they, when they came on TV in the summer, we'd always marathon them and saw the last couple in the cinema. Uh, I'm a, just a huge, a huge fan. Not as much anymore. Like I haven't read the books in a while. I haven't seen the films in a mm. while. But whenever they're on, it's always a good time. And um, mm. I mean, I, I really like the world of Harry Potter, but I've just never really gotten into it. Like I've seen the first 
three movies, I want to say. Oh, boy. This is going to be a good episode then. <laughs> First three movies, maybe four. But I wasn't paying much attention uh, to them either. Like, I'm sure I fell asleep throughout a lot of it. Not because they're bad, but just because, you know. You're just a sleepy boy. You fell asleep in I'm Morbius. You fell asleep I fell in asleep. Uncharted, I think, maybe? It's truly poorly planned fashion that that's how this is going to go. So it'll be a lot of me explaining what happens and you probably going, well, that's, that's kind of okay. dumb. <laughs> that that doesn't sound like Harry at all. <laughs> that's a sort of character for Mr. Weasley, Daddy Weasley. <laughs> Full name, Mr. Weasley, comma, Daddy Weasley. <laughs> Says it on his business card. <laughs> on his passport. So where are you flying to, Mr. Weasley, Daddy Weasley? Um, your mama's house. <laughs> it's a great Mr. Weasley impression, honestly. Um, <laughs> right? He's definitely not a guy who chooses bacon ferociously and goes, So tell me, Harry, what is the function of a rubber duck? Says, that's a classic line in the film. I think this episode will just paint you as a huge loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as opposed to the other 130 episodes of our film <laughs> podcast, which painted me as a really cool dude. Anyway, <laughs> let's start off with Ter- terrible <laughs> self deprecation, <laughs> huge self esteem issues. Um, let's start off <laughs> with Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Fun fact, in America land, it's called Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Why do you think that is? Uh, do you know this, or is this, this uh, an open question to the <laughs> I mean, it's, it's more of an open question, but I think, like, I mean, I, I vaguely remember reading, I mean, I think the reason is, is they it? thought that American audiences wouldn't know what a philosopher is. Damn, that's kind of, Pretty I mean... Pretty harsh. That's, that's a little harsh, but at the same time... At the same time, what is a philosopher? <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, what is a sorcerer? <laughs> yeah, is a sorcerer a more easily understood thing than a philosopher? I guess because sorcerer is more magic. I guess, I, I guess it's for kids, I guess. Philosophers are... Boring. Boring. Assholes. Sorcerers who I have are... To, who <laughs> I have to answer questions about on the test tomorrow. So, <laughs> and so. instead I'm here podcasting, when I should be studying. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> More God, horrible personal issues aside. Uh, so you have seen this one. Um, yes. This one is definitely more for kids than the later ones. It starts off as a very, much like the books, starts off as a very kind of kid franchise. It's yeah, um, very like, everyone's in awe of this new world. Where yeah. It's, and it's colorful. Well, I guess that's kind of like, and I mean, I will, we'll get to this, but I guess that's kind of like the charm with it, where it's like you start off watching these movies as kids, and then as the story progresses, so, do the, so does the audience, and then gets more... Uh, Grim Grimdelwald. Whew. Mess Mikkelsen. Um, it gets more Mess Mikkelsen. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's one of the most unique things about the Harry Potter series that is something that... I mean, obviously there's a lot of things that other franchises that have tried to replicate Harry Potter have not gotten right or like the same. But what was so perfect about it that even the MCU with its like big franchising hasn't really been able to do is you start... Wa- yeah, you start watching it as a kid and the films, not only like you grow up with the characters as they age but the film's tone the film's visual style the themes everything grows up progressively with it yeah. um not just like story-wise where which is also interesting where you know of course they start as kids and then they start you know they go through puberty they have romances and stuff and then they end up being just depressed adults um <laughs> as we all do <laughs> but um but yeah like yeah visually I've got a philosophy one, test tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a greek and roman test just for the record but whatever um, I don't take philosophy like a fucking nerd. I take Greek and Roman, thank you very much. <laughs> Greek and Roman God. culture, not the languages. Anyway, the world is very... It's, it does a good job of showing it through this 
perspective of like this kid who would have never you know who doesn't know magic exists and then it's like very colorful and it's this crazy whimsical i just i think yeah generally it's probably one of the best film worlds like along with lord of the rings and um maybe star wars yeah (laughs) perhaps captain fantastic (laughs) maybe a tiny dabbling of morbius in there um <laughs> best cinema best film world the whole thing was on a fucking green screen but um it does a great job of like bringing you into that whimsical world and all this i don't know yeah i mean the books did as well but like building up it just feels like a real world you know like a like a lived in yeah. world and it's um let's talk let's talk casting it has a besides the kids it has like an all-star british galore a-thon uh-huh. as it, the casting call was put out <laughs> we're looking for we're looking to create an all-star British galore. Can we uh <laughs> can we can we get Dame Judi Dench on that one? <laughs> She's actually not in it. Yeah, they're missing Judi Dench and Michael Caine. But besides that, they have like all the big is big uh, British Ian actors. McKellen in it? Okay, fine, not Ian McKellen. He I think he was supposed to be Is Sarah Patrick Stewart in it? All right, fine. I guess I'll go fuck myself. Is that how this episode's going to go? <laughs> Intense rage takes over. This is an emotional episode. <laughs> but, There's a lot of issues coming out this episode. Yeah, but we have, um, let me just see. We have Maggie Smith. We have Robbie Lawrence. Sorry, Robbie Coltrane. We have Alan Rickman. <laughs> we have Richard Griffiths. John Cleese. Warwick Davis, who we enjoy. Warwick Davis. Uh, from the Honest trailer back in the day. I remember uh-huh. that was one of our first like running jokes. I remember when I got you a birthday yeah. present like Warwick seven years Davis. ago. Warwick Davis. I remember like from... Warwick Davis. <laughs> yeah, a great cast, and it helps give it this kind of feeling of, I don't know, you, you feel like that kind of... Live. <laughs> like, like sort of, you know, kid first day of school kind of thing. It's all kind of exciting, but it's a bit intimidating, and um, all this kind of stuff in this world. The kids aren't great, obviously, because, like, they're child actors, um, hmm. but they're, they're, pretty, they're still pretty good. I think it's also remarkable that they all grew up to be pretty normal and no one like <laughs> to not, a, I mean it's I thought Ron Weasley was a very weird dude in real life isn't he No I think he just um runs a hot dog stand or something now as any normal man does <laughs> I don't know he was in a movie recently I think he was in in that we talked about the Harry Potter special he was sort of a little bit of a well, he kind of got trampled over a little bit um yeah. in that one which was a little oh, it was such a magical moment when we kissed yeah that was the worst moment of my life Ron <laughs> it's a it's a fun movie I love it because I also grew up with it I've seen it like hundreds of times not hundreds of times but dozens of times <laughs> and um, I've watched that movie thousands fold it certainly is a little you know kids movie-ish a little silly but I think it builds that world perfectly. It's a great introduction. It's it's a great story, obviously. I mean, there's a reason those books were so popular. Um, and it just it's a it's a fun, heartfelt time. Uh, I, I really, really enjoy it. And it just it, it draws you into the world. I think. Do you remember at the end he melts the snake man's face with his hands? The guy has a turban, and it turns out on the back of the turban is Voldemort. And then he touches. I do him remember and he that. Turns to dust. Oh, right. I don't know. Dumbledore's like, it's because you, you have love. And it's like, I don't know. It seems like he just melted a man. Like, he, he literally <laughs> disintegrated I don't know. He him. just committed terrible murder. <laughs> that, was, that was a... That's what we call a homicide, Dumbledore. I don't know. <laughs> Dumbledore, please, you need to wake up from this weird <laughs> fever dream you're having. I mean... Harry Potter, age 10, killed a man. <laughs> it is like a very... Um, like, you know, this has been brought up a lot, but it is the most dangerous school. I mean, like, changing yeah. staircases... You know how many kids would die? I'm just saying, like, <laughs> that would be so easy. They're carrying that is right down Lawsuit Alley. That, I'll tell you. <laughs> my old school used to be next to like 
it had um, like a body of water next to it and there wasn't like a fence around it. And I was thinking like, how many kids fall in that water every year? Like I, I bike past this every day. It's slip. It's icy sometimes. I could fall in that water. Didn't want, didn't one of your teachers fall in that water? We're, we don't have to get into that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and then like all, all the kids have wands. Like wands can, I don't know. I think the Weekly Planet brought something like this. <laughs> wands are like, those are I've crazy. Ne- I've, I've never seen more wonder in your eyes. <laughs> and all the kids have wands. <laughs> Like, that's amazing. I think the Weekly Planet brought this up, but it's basically like giving every kid in a school a gun. A like, knife? It's like, they, like, they, can, they literally can kill people. They can, like, take over people's minds. Could they not, uh, I forget, um, the, is it Avada Kedavra? Yeah. It's literally, Can they say that? Or do you need, like, the power? Well, they learn it in, like, their third year, which, again, is, like, learning how to shoot a gun in school when you're, like, 13 which I guess they probably do somewhere. There's a big three-headed dog, which again, probably shouldn't keep in the school. Also, I like how Dumbledore's like, don't go on this floor if you don't want to meet a certain death. It's like, you're talking to a bunch of 11-year-olds. They're gonna be like, that sounds that sounds crazy. I wanna check that out. Be like, there's a three-headed dog and it will literally rip all your limbs off. Don't check it out. I feel like nope, that would be a dude, more... It's, it's not a, a schweppic moment, as Dumbledore <laughs> would say. This, this will not make for an epic TikTok. It will dismember you. Um, Imagine that in this like two thousand <laughs> like two thousand one movie that this that Albus Cumbledore just suddenly <laughs> just sitting there like very wise and all of a sudden that is not a YOLO swag time guys. Um, this is like old man voice. <laughs> I would not dab on that. One. <laughs> but beware, Kingdom Style. Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> you sound like the oldest man ever. <laughs> But beware, a, a song from 10 years ago. Harlem Shake. Dumbledore just gets on table. This is a terrible podcast. Um, <laughs> oh my God. What an absolute horror movie moment. That Dumbledore leans in hella close to Harry's face. Beware. The Harlem Shake. And then this music just starts playing. Dumbledore absolutely shakes it. But no one else knows what's going on. It's only in his head. He's the only one who can hear the music. <laughs> um, Beware. Harlem Shake. And I just, in silence, <laughs> he just runs up and down the Great Hall. I mean, I think the Dumbledore in this movie. <laughs> Beer just flying by his side. He doesn't even dance. He's just doing laps. <laughs> I think, because they, you know how they, they have two Dumbledores? Because the first one passed away after the second film. I think he he works quite well for the like child like the kids movie vibes uh-huh. of the first one, because um, the second Dumbledore, which we'll get to, he's so mean. He's like <laughs> he's not he's not like a good dude. Like I don't want to be around him. Like this Dumbledore, he seems kind of like he's you know not really with it. Like he doesn't seem like he really gets what's going on. <laughs> but he's like he's kind of he has more of the vibe of the Dumbledore. From the that is the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> Description of Dumbledore I've ever heard. <laughs> he's meant to be this like whimsical, Wh- like sort of goofy, wise guy. old wizard, and then he's just completely lost. But he, yeah, he seems. I don't know, the, the, and but he also like is super powerful and like can like do shit when he has to. And like the first one seems a little <laughs> too whimsical and like kind of weird, and the second one seems too angry. And he's like, you know, the part where he's like, "Did you put your name in the cupboard of fire?" Do you remember that part? Oh, uh, 
It's a great part. I've heard I've heard all the memes of it. Like, yeah. Where in the book it's like, yeah. he calmly <laughs> asks. And then he basically chokes out Harry, Harry. in the movie. Uh, anyway, first movie, I really enjoyed. I get it's a little silly and, you know, maybe some of the CGI doesn't hold up. It's a very wholesome, iconic, fun film and I love it. The second one, The Chamber of Secrets, I hold a little less fondness for. Mm. Um, Is that the one with the with the big ass snake in the in the room? Yeah, and there's a big spider. Um, Hagrid sends the kids off to meet a big spider, and it's like Hagrid, why the fuck would you do that? That's terrifying. <laughs> like all these big Hagrid moments. <laughs> so many children must die in the school. Like hundreds. Like literally eighty percent of the like student population. It's a, it's a ninety-five mortality rate. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the Hunger Games just going to this fucking school. Imagine having a school where just on the grounds there's. A thing called the Forbidden Forest. It's like, get rid of that shit. Keep that away. Put a spell around it. Like, don't let the kids go in there. Hagrid, do a spell, sir. <laughs> um, I was like, I just say Quidditch seems like the least safe sport ever. Yeah, yeah. What if they just let go of the broomstick and fall, like, literally just plummet to their death? That'd be such an awkward paperwork for Dumbledore. <laughs> so, so uh, what happened to Mister Mister Potter? He fell six hundred meters out of the air. <laughs> Off of Bruce. As we were all chasing, cheering. As we were all cheering him chasing a golden ball. That sounds like something that's not real. Also, well, it's not. But also, that sounds like <laughs> well, a fictional uh, occurrence. <laughs> um, also, I do not believe broomsticks could fly in real life. Just saying. In Quidditch, there's also a big element of the game. Is there just two, like, like, metal balls that just fly through the air and try to kill you? And, like, it's one of, like, there are two team members who have to, like, hit them away. But it's like, if you just get hit in the face with that, that's, that's a concussion. That's, say goodbye to your teeth, Harry. Harry, <laughs> you'll be eating soup for months now. <laughs> I mean, he does, in this movie, he does shatter his arm from playing Quidditch. And does. Poirot does come in and he's like, wait a minute, I got this. And then he literally removes the bone from his arm accidentally. It's a pretty good scene. And he literally just cuts his arm off. <laughs> Hold up, I got this. Bites arm off? Savagely. Runs away. He's a cannibal. <laughs> uh, I will say. Can, can I just say? Uh, we're on the Quidditch subject, mm. and I apologize to anyone who does this in real life. Uh, no, don't but don't playing do it. Quidditch. Don't do it. Playing Quidditch you're, in real life. You're on the frisbee team, my guy. I'm gonna be part I know, of the dodgeball I, society next year. Let's not I know, I'm throw just saying, stones. We are in the glassest of I, houses. I am just saying <laughs> that. Okay, I'm not counting on the sport. I'm just saying how it looks from my perspective. Because <laughs> my university's Quidditch team were not seen as a proper club, so they got sent to uh, the carrot field where they go carrots. <laughs> Sounds like my Quidditch. That and is... I saw them one day, and they were wearing capes, and they were just running around in these broomsticks. It was very funny. And then the next day, they plowed the field, and they couldn't use it anymore. <laughs> I have to say, they got sent to the carrot field. Sounds like such a horrible punishment. I, I'll be honest, I don't know how you would play Quidditch in real life. The whole point either. seems you're, that you're flying and the balls are flying and, like, literally, I don't, I don't who's, get it. Who's, uh, what's, what's the chase called? The, the chaser? He's, uh, the he's, seeker? Uh, the seeker. Yeah. Um, who's I, the seeker? I watch flying around. Yeah, what do you seek? Does someone, uh, does someone dress up as the snitch, maybe? Ooh. Anyway. No, that couldn't be. <laughs> anyway, in this movie, I think Kenneth Branagh is probably the best part. He's very funny as this, like, complete idiot. Like, this narcissistic moron who's, yeah. like, accidentally gotten himself into this by, like, conning everyone or whatever. So, I guess not yeah. accidentally, but yeah, he's great. Um, and 
I mean, it's still a good movie. It's just, it's, I, I think it's probably how most people view the first one, because I have a lot of nostalgia for the first one. And the second one is a lot like it. Like, it's similar tone, similar vibe. Um, I just didn't really watch it as much growing up. It's a little spookier. I mean, big, big spider, big, uh, big snake. Big snake. Um, and, and there's, like, a diary that you write in, and it's, like, you talk to Tom Riddle, and then Tom Riddle's like, I'm Lord Voldemort. Um, what and... is, why is Tom Riddle Voldemort and... Why, like, why, what's the name change there about? What's, what's all that about? Ah, just because Tom Riddle is a pretty lame fucking supervillain name. Like, Lord Voldemort. <laughs> Here comes Tom Riddle. <laughs> yeah, no, no one would be shivering their timbers. As opposed to when they hear Lord Voldemort and then Dumbledore runs out of the room hysterically. <laughs> um, Unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> he really seems insane in these first two movies. I'm not going to lie. He seems like he doesn't know what's going on. It's like... There's, there's being, like, whimsical and fun, then there's just being, like, straight up not present in the moment. There's Dobby in the second one, the cute little house elf. Um, I have to say, Dobby annoyed me a little bit. I like Dobby. He's so cute. He's, he's, he's cute, but it's more like, no, no, and then he, like, gets really loud and, like, reveals everyone's, like, fucking position and stuff like that. It's like, Dobby, shut up. What are you doing? Hmm. I don't really remember. Uh, I guess. What do you think of the Dursleys? The horrible, horrible, horrible people he lives with. I mean, I think they're a great representation of what they are in the book. Like, these cartoonishly awful... Yeah. Like, they're exactly how I pictured them in the book. Um, oh, yeah, second movie, it's it's a little bit longer. It's a little bit more poorly paced, but still still solid. I mean, I don't think any of these movies are bad, to be honest. Um, still, still like a good, fun kids movie. The hmm. third one, The Prisoner of Azkaban, definitely my favorite. I think it's most people's favorite. Um... Is that the one with Professor Lupin? It is. Your boy, uh, Snively McSnivel fuck from Wonder Woman. <laughs> you remember him? Snively McSnivel fuck. <laughs> Famed DC character. What's his name? The actor. Um, mustache. Fuck. Sorry. I, I say fuck too much. Sorry. What's his name? <laughs> we, we, t- we, we talked about him. Um, <laughs> you look genuinely so disgusted with yourself. <laughs> I say fuck so much. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> What's it? We talked about him um, in the DC Villains episode. What's he called? The yeah, guy. Professor Mustachio. No, the, the, the actor's name. The, uh... Oh, Thulus! Thulus! Our boy Thulus. Thulus. Yeah, our boy. Our boy Thulus. <laughs> um, who plays the coolest of professors, who then also turns out to be a vampire. Um, no, no! Sorry, werewolf. No. Werewolf. Oh my goodness. Sorry. Professor Lupin. Professor the Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Morbius-esque vampire. Um, no, yeah, this one's great. Uh, it, it's the first one that took a bit of a darker twist on it. It's uh, They went away from Christopher Columbus and... Um, or Chris Columbus, I guess. Uh, and went to Alfonso Cuaron, who mm. is great director of things. Well, well yeah. Uh, it's just... It's... I don't know. It's just... It has this weird gothic vibe to it that I feel like really fits. Um, and um, what's... What's uh, the guy called with the long black hair? Uh, Snape. Uh, no, 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 no. The guy who makes an appearance in this one that like saved Harry Potter's dad or something like that. Long black hair. Oh, Sirius Black. Sirius Black. Gary Oldman. Or Gary Gary n- New Woman playing Jovial White. Yes. Although I feel like calling that character Jovial White has some kind of like weird racial connotation that I'm not comfortable with. So I hope people don't take that out of context. It's a terrible name pun, just to be clear. Um, but um, what do you mean terrible? 
but um, one could say serious. Sorry, not what it. What a joke. Nice. Fuck. My name's Serious. Sorry. <laughs> um. No, he's great. I will say, having rewatched it and having this pointed out to me, it is a little bit weird how, um, he acts. Not how you would act at all. Like, because he's... The twist is, they think he's this horrible murderer, and the twist is, he's Harry's godfather, and he's so nice. But he shows up acting like the most horrible murderer. Like, he shows up, and they yeah. keep, you, like, saying things that no one would actually say. They're like, we should kill him, we should kill him. And they're talking about the rat, but everyone thinks he's talking about Harry. And it's like, you would never say, like... And, like, he looks so horribly, like, dirty and terrible. And then as soon as, like, he's revealed he's a good guy, he looks like just the nicest An little angel. Gary Oldman man. Like, it's like... <laughs> It, I don't know. That that part's a little a little goofy, but does Gary Oldman dies in this one, right? No, he dies two movies from now. But um, ah, but that but, aside, oh, I mean, he gets he gets injured in this one. Then he gets injured in all of them. I think. I mean, he gets his soul sucked in this one by the Dementors. Dementors, <laughs> shut up. The Dementors. L- lucky Gary. <laughs> <laughs> the de- yeah, I I should have known there would be some kind of joke if I talked about soul sucking. The Dementors are. <laughs> you literally looked me dead in the eyes and. <laughs> He gets his soul sucked in this one. <laughs> uh, the Dementors, terrifying, horrible monsters. That, yeah, yeah, very, very much like the the riders in uh, Lord of the Rings, the like black hooded ones. Yeah, but also they just do worse shit. Like literally, just their presence makes people sad. They they're kind of the magic equivalent of Frederick. I knew you were gonna say yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, but they also yeah, like like everything becomes cold. Like they were like, I lost all hope, and I felt like I'd never be warm again. It's like Jesus. No, it is. It is. That is what people tell me as well. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever someone turns on this podcast and you start talking, they're like, "And then I thought I'd never see my mother again." <laughs> yeah, no, good, good stuff. Uh, good action, crazy action scene at the end. There's time travel and all this crazy shit, and they there is. There's good twists, and that whole sequence is crazy where they go back and they realize it was Harry who saved them all along. Also, spoilers for all these movies, but come on, You've, it's Harry. Potter. Come on, you know what happens. Who, who's who's not seen them at this point? Except for you. <laughs> yeah. Big meme. Um, I've, I've, I've seen, I've seen, I think this is the last <clears> one I've seen. I haven't seen any other ones. No, yeah, it's good. Uh, bu- bu- bu, I'm trying to think. Snape's great. I love Snape. Big Snape fan. I think Snape was right the whole time. Harry is a little stupid kid who should, like, he's just, he's up to no good. Yeah. <laughs> There's one part in the later films where Harry's like, Harry re- references Snape's uh, unusually large nose. And I was like, that's kind of, Ooh. As, as someone with a, some could argue unusually large nose. I I felt I felt personally attacked by that Harry. But um And ever since then me and Sam have been best friends. <laughs> Has, hashtag nose bros. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's great and yeah, great movie, really fun. Uh takes a bit of a darker turn, great action sequences, crazy ending, terrifying werewolf. That werewolf transformation, yeah. fucking horrible. That is that, yeah, that is very, very horrifying. Lupin. Oh, what what's it? Remus? <laughs> Rupin. <laughs> I didn't say Rupin, I said Lupin. Please Thulis, control yourself. <laughs> Thulis, have you taken your medicine tonight? Uh, Harry Potter 4 and the Goblet of Fire. Also, yeah, this episode is going to be, you know, kind of disastrous, but it's what you'd expect. I mean, we're not going over, like, I mean, themes and characters and stuff. We're just kind of going, like, remember that part where then... And then <laughs> Harry Potter 4. This one I remember as the worst hair Harry Potter. Um, he looks like someone cut his hair with a bowl over his head. As does Ron. <laughs> Have you seen Ron's hair in this movie? It's it's disturbing. It's horrifying. I, I haven't seen this movie. I, I don't know. It's awful. It's it's. I mean, I get they're going through puberty and stuff, and like, you have like weird hairstyles. I, I, I get that it's a phase, mom. But like, <laughs> I mean, you did send me a video the other day of us from like five years ago, and my hair was uh, 
was truly pretty disastrous. Much the same. It, oh, it's pretty oh, much the same. Oh, okay. All right. Um, oh. Uh. Anyway, um, <laughs> but it is. I mean, I like this movie. It's it's not my favorite, but it definitely has. This is the one where they have the Tri Wizard Cup, where again, in the theme of m- this absolute murder school, uh, they're like, hey, we're gonna do this, uh, like tournament of things, but also you could die in all of them, which is kind of epic, but also again, Dumbledore. Definitely under, Not like, great. so much investigation he should be for, like, child endangerment. Um, <laughs> well, I forget. The police don't know about him, right? <laughs> no, they do. No, it's like an, a sanction. It's like... Okay, I'm a little tangent here. We used to... Um, and this is... <laughs> I mean, I have to say, this is the lamest title for an event ever. I'm sorry. But we used to go to this thing with our school because we went to a Catholic school for a period of time mm, called the Catholic Games. <laughs> the Catholic <laughs> Games. Which sounds like it's a series of Catholic-based events. Um, it's, it's, it sounds like it's like... Who can confess the fastest? <laughs> <laughs> who eats that bread fastest and drinks the wine the fastest? <laughs> who does the Hail Marys hard enough? Hashtag Don John. <laughs> Um, probably offensive, I'm sorry. Um, but... <laughs> probably it's like Bringing, uh, what's it called? The... What the knights did. The conquest? The... The, the uh, crusades. The crusade. Mm. Who can crusade the hardest? <laughs> but basically, it was just a series of, like, sporting events, and it was just a bunch of Catholic schools that went to it. Anyway, the Triwizard Tournament is basically that, but again, if we all had assault rifles in that game, it's like... And uh-huh, we all I had see. to fight, like, bears. <laughs> which in fairness now that i say it out loud sounds kind of fucking cool <laughs> sounds kind of fucking cool but i would also, love to go with a bunch of guns and just fight a bear with my school <laughs> but anyway yeah it's it's basically just a sporting event for the school except they fight dragons and then they have to go underwater and then they have to go through this murderous maze which is just ho- i'm sorry imagine putting a 14 year old through this kind of stress and pressure also i love i mean this is also a big talking point <laughs> But it's like I've been so stressed ever since I've been in the murder maze. <laughs> it's like Dumbledore's like um because Harry it's supposed to be three competitors and they all get announced and one of them's the Patman. Um, the Patman. Yeah, the Patman's the in pa- this. What like, does the Patman play? He's he's um Cedric Diggory and he's he's like an older student and so they all have to be older and then it's like they've been chosen and another fire another thing comes out of the goblet and it's like wait a minute this is Harry Potter that's when Dumbledore's like. Just put your name in the Goblet of Fire. But um, they're all like... <laughs> Wait, so if you put your name in the Goblet of Fire, do you then, like, uh, kind of, like, sign up for the murder maze? Yeah, but you can't do it if you're not of age, which Harry isn't. And so they're... And you aren't able to... Like, there shouldn't be another name. So it's all like, Harry, what'd you do, you fucking idiot? And Harry's like, I didn't do anything. And all the teacher's like, well, clearly this is an attempt to murder Harry Potter, just like all the other years he's been here. But fuck it, let's just go with it. And so he just competes. But fuck it, I'm sure he can. I'm sure he can do it. There's a lot of Dumbledore like leading Harry to the slaughter in these movies. Like the whole point of the, sh- the series is like Dumbledore basically raising Harry Potter to die in the end because he's part of Voldemort's soul or whatever. And in this one, they're also like, I guess we can use him as bait to lure out the villain. So we'll just let him compete in the murder maze because why the fuck not? But um, I think also this one they start. There's more like romance. I guess that's the next one. Ron starts. Having feeling? No, that's the next one. <laughs> Ron doesn't have any feelings at this point. Um, Ron starts thinking <laughs> on his own. <laughs> that never happens, honestly. Ron is such a useless sack of shit in these movies. Sorry, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> sorry, so mean, but so true. Poor Rupert. <laughs> I'm not saying Rupert. I'm saying Ronald Weasley specifically, the character who I see you as in our life. 
Um, right. <laughs> anyway, useless at a sack of shit. <laughs> do you think that you could compete? Okay, let me give you the three events. Let me, tell me how well you would do. First one, okay. take a dragon's egg from it. I mean, that's a great sequence in fairness. How, that's a great how, how, how big is the dragon? It's huge. It's a dra- it's, what do you mean it's how big it is? It's, it's, enorm- it's enormous. How big is it's it? It's as big as your mother. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Classic. Uh, but it's very big. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Got him. It's as big as a house. Like a pretty big house. <laughs> I would love it if this is Harry, like trying to figure out, like, okay, how can I prepare? How big is it? And I was like, it's, you know, it's like a house. It's like, a, it's like an average-sized house. You know, it's, it's, it's like a family house that would be a little tight but still doable. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, you, you you save money, but like, it's, it's what you do. <laughs> Terrible. And then he throws Harry Double into door. the <laughs> Double door reveals his terrible alimony problems. <laughs> Like, you know, you can't pay every single bill, but, like, it is what it is. You know, you try to make it work, and maybe you're single for a bit, but eventually you'll find someone, you know, Harry? Anyway, good luck. I'll take that as a no. Um, then the next one, they kidnap their friends and drown them. It's just not much of a challenge. They basically do that. They kidnap their friends, and they put them underwater, and they have to go save them. And it's like, what? It's so What fucked. is going on? And then they have to they have to find their own way to breathe underwater. So one guy turns into like... I can imagine. I can imagine just <laughs> seeing a rod in her mind. He's absolutely about to suffocate and drown underwater. He just looks at her from the surface. Well, that's fucked. And just walks away. I just imagine. Like, they're like, okay. Challenge number two. They're all gathered in the stadium. Whatever. And just comes out with Ron Weasley and just holds him under the water and that's the whole challenge oh my god sorry so dark anyway they do kidnap their friends though and they hide them underwater but I guess they don't drown and then they're do like the friends accept this I don't think so no what what is so the teachers kidnap <laughs> basically I, I mean maybe they can I don't I wouldn't consent to that honestly and then also they have to figure out their own way to to get underwater so one kid turns himself into half a shark and then like to take this drug that gives him gills and shit, and it's like, it's very strange. What is going on? Um, and then also they are. A kid turns himself into half a shark. <laughs> so what? It's the what front half of the shark. Okay. <laughs> it's just like the middle bit, a little bit. He, like you can see his nose, but then like the rest of him is a shark, and then he still has his feet. He's got his head, and then his feet, and the rest is his shark body. <laughs> um, and then the most useless fin and tails. Um, yeah, he still can't breathe underwater, so he's just kind of <laughs> can't breathe, and he can't swim fast, he's just using his feet, he just kind of floats, like a dead fish, um, and then, and then at the end, so one of the kids can't do it, and so they, like, go up to the surface, so Harry saves both the friends, they're like, you know what, Harry, you, you lost the race, but you saved two people for some fucking reason, even though it's not in the rules, so you win, like, you're just the winner now, it's like, what the fuck do you, fucking disqualify him. What about Pattinson? What's Pattinson doing in this whole thing? <clears throat> I think he creates a bubble around his face or something. Which you'd think just everyone would do that instead of turning yourself into half a shark. Um, and then the last one. I don't know. Turning myself into half a shark is exactly how I'd go about it. <laughs> then um, the murder maze where you go through this maze and just horrible things and challenges and the maze tries to kill you. Anyway, at the end, then Voldemort's there. Disturbing scene. They rebirth him through like a cauldron. Uh, they have a big battle. And then at the end, Pattinson dies. Big Pattinson dies. L. <laughs> <laughs> and then I mean it's a imagine ge- dying in the murder maze <laughs> it's a genuinely like pretty heartbreaking moment where then I mean it's a little bit 
like funny in a horrible way. Like if we were watching, I think we would laugh because we're terrible. But it is like a genuinely like disturbing moment where they come, like they're teleported back from the murder maze, and like everyone starts celebrating because they think they've won. But then it's just Harry with Pattinson's corpse. And it's like, it's really fucked up because then they're all like cheering. And then Pattinson's dad comes on, like starts crying and it's really fucked up. Um, oh my God. Yeah. That's dark. terrible. These movies, yeah, they get pretty dark at times. But anyway. I then, imagine they only started cheering after they saw Pattinson's <laughs> dead body. After his dad started like screaming Dumbledore in pain. Just, <laughs> Dumbledore just goes absolute <laughs> ape shit. Dumbledore, like gives the cue to the marching band. <laughs> Dumbledore Fire checks that only Dumbledore. one of his students has survived. <laughs> Go on. Um, anyway, it's, it's time g- to celebrate. <laughs> Let's get this party started. Fiesta! DJ Dumbledore enters. Um, it's... <laughs> DJ Dumbledore enters. I just like that, like, it's just, there's this quiet pause, the dad is screaming in pain and horror, and then just, like, Dumbledore kind of looks around awkwardly and then just presses the party button, <laughs> and just fireworks starts tuning off. It's Dumbledore, just, he looks down... You think there's like genuine regret in his eyes. <laughs> then he regrets that he didn't bring his backwards cap to this party. Um, it's a good movie. It has great like visuals and you know crazy stuff. It's it's not my favorite, but yeah. Then there's the Order of the Phoenix, whew, where Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the sound Dumbledore makes. <laughs> Harry, this movie is the fifth one. It's called the Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> Takes a bite of his foot. <laughs> God, we've created such a chaotic version of Dumbledore. <laughs> I don't know if the world's ready for him. Um, anyway. <laughs> we have single-handedly <laughs> ruined the character of Dumbledore. They they start, uh, like, oh, do you know who Umbridge is? The most horrible woman in all the universe. The little, she wears, like, little pink suits and she, like, makes the school um, horrible. She's the worst character ever. Everyone hates her. She, like... Um, she from the government. She institutes all these rules and just the the most hated character ever. Um, Let me see. Let me quickly search her up. Uh, Umbridge. I'm pretty Umbridge. sure you know her. She's pretty like an iconically hated character. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um. She, I mean, she's great. Like the actress is does a great job. But yeah. Um. They then there is a scene where they're having an exam and Fred and George Weasley, the Weasley boys, they do, um, I don't want to say like commit an act of terror, but they do like bomb the exam. (laughs) 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 They do like, I mean, like it's played off in the film as this very fun and whimsical, like, oh my God, they shot off fireworks in the middle of the exam and they chased the teacher out with like a giant firework dragon. But it's also like, you did just blow up the entire fucking study hall. <laughs> like, that's kind of not okay. You should be in jail. Like, they just go off and start, like, a shop or something. I'm like, they should they should be put in Azkaban. If they start, so yeah, Harry starts a club. He's like, he's <laughs> just like a, a club just for, you know, fun party purposes. He starts the ultimate frisbee club. <laughs> um, oh, he, the club. <laughs> uh, Owned by Dumbledore. <laughs> DJ Dumble in the house. He doesn't even spit any records. He just stands there awkwardly. Here comes DJ Dummy Thick. <laughs> he somersaults into the middle of the dance floor. Does not get Breaks up. both legs. <laughs> just lays there. Is trampled by the dance. Anyway, they started a thing called Dumbledore's Army. Um, oh, Jesus. They're like, you know what? Voldemort's back and he's he murdered the Patman, so we gotta like start our own club because the school fucking sucks. Was, was the Patman like a 
well-known uh, student? Or I mean, yeah, he was he was like friends with all of them. Also, Harry, low-key dick move, does steal the Patman's girlfriend in this movie. But the Patman's dead, right? Yeah, but, I mean, Harry, like, the whole movie's about him feeling, like, guilt for the Patman's death, and then he's like, his girlfriend, she's like, oh, I miss the Patman so much, and then Harry's like, you know what we should do? Fucking make out in front of this memorial for him. <laughs> Did they actually do that? And so he does. But this one is the one where, like, the more romance kind of starts. I believe this is the one where Ron gets a girlfriend and Hermione gets really jealous, and then Ron gets, like, love potioned? No. By Hermione? No, 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 that's the next one. Anyway, we'll get to that. But this one, uh, and then at the end they go to the Ministry of Magic, and they're like, we're gonna stop this prophecy or something, and then Mm. they get in a big fight um, with the bad guys, and it's pretty good. Sirius dies. Bellatrix Lestrange is very good in these movies. Is Um, is that, uh... Is that her Helena, introduction in that one? Bonham Carter. Yeah, I, I love a bit of Helena, but is she? when does she first make an appearance in this movie? No, she's in the third one as well, but um, in this one she has kind of like some big moments. She, she kills Sirius, and then she's like, come kill me, Harry Potter, because I'm the bad guy, and Harry almost does it, but then Dumbledore shows up, and he's like, allow me, <laughs> and then he cuts it right off. No. <laughs> um, Dumbledore shows up, and, and then him and Voldemort have a pretty epic battle where, like, Dumbledore encases him in water, and then Dumb- Voldemort shoots fire at him, and then they... There's one mm. moment where Voldemort, like, shatters all the glass in the whole, like, ministry, and then shoots it at Dumbledore. That's pretty fucking cool. And then Dumbledore turns into sand. That's a great fucking scene, actually. That's a very good scene. Um, <laughs> Goddamn. Dumbledore, you may be an idiot, but you can, you can pull <laughs> off some stunts. <laughs> um, good movie, yeah. More... Again, just, like, over... I, I, I just think all these films are good. Like, I don't really have much to say on in this forum particularly like yeah. they just and they continue they're like growing up and they develop the world and you know they balance this like fun and mostly towards the end dark adventure with also just like kind of their everyday life of going to school and that kind of thing it's just it's a, it's a good time then the sixth one the half-blood Wait, is, prince is, does this when does dumbledore die is it not in this it's in the, the half-blood prince oh okay so snape does murder dumbledore um because draco malfoy but it's, uh, ooh. was supposed to Pretty good performance as well from Draco, I guess. Yeah, so he's supposed to do it, but then he can't do it because, you know, he's he's too scared or whatever. And then Snape is like, allow me. And Dumbledore's like, please do it, Snape. But why does why do they murder Dumb... Why do they myrtle Dummy Thickledore? <laughs> why do they myrtle Dummy Thickledore? Because they, they have to make sure that the, the bad guys think Snape is one of them. So the ultimate plan can be... Is to murder Dumbledore. Why? Uh... uh I don't fucking remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay, but, you know. It's fair. Oh, there is also a great part in the previous movie where the government comes to take Dumbledore, <laughs> which is... What? They, like, cause he, he's, they're like, they find Dumbledore's army, and they're like, well, clearly Dumbledore's planning a revolution or something. And even though he has nothing to do with it, Dumbledore takes the fall. He's like, yes, I was going to overthrow the government. And they're like, all right, come with us into custody. And he's like, fuck you. And then his phoenix flies over him, and he, he does like a clap, and then he evaporates into fire. <laughs> he just burns to death. <laughs> Disappears. <laughs> what an absolute alpha move. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Bursts into flames against horrible burns. <laughs> Ten minute Dumbledore screaming. Um, and then like one of the government guys is like, you may not like him, but he's got style. Anyway, in the sixth one, more romance stuff. This is the one where Ron gets love potioned, which also almost, ki- it's a poisoned love potion and then it almost kills him. Pretty dark shit. Um... Okay. It does also feature Horace Slughorn. <laughs> they have interesting names in this world, don't they? Um, who's Who like, is Horace Slughorn? He's He reminds me so much of a teacher we had who I won't say his name, but he did walk uh, with a cane. 
And I'll put it like that. He did walk with a... Mm. He, <laughs> he is exactly the same as that. Just picture <laughs> that guy, but in this movie. Just like a an older, absolutely... British, slightly confused gentleman <laughs> who is... Um, There's not been a better description for our old teacher than that. <laughs> and then Harry finds this book that was written by the Half-Blood Prince. It's like a textbook where then it says all these, like, secret keys to making good potions, and turns out, big spoiler, the Half-Blood Prince was Snape all along. Boom. Ooh. He does also so what find... Is, what is uh, Half-Blood about Snape? Like, what's His that? mom was a wizard and his dad wasn't or something. I see. Harry does also... He finds in that book, like, a spell that's, like... he's. It says, like, to use for people you don't like. And then he hits Draco Malfoy with it, and it, like... Like cuts him a thousand times and he's like bleeding out on the floor and i'm like harry why the fuck would you try a random spell that you just <laughs> read in a book for the first time on a fellow student it's like harry you c- that could have like harry been a spell that like ended draco's life that like blows up the school or something i don't know like you you couldn't i don't know he's like, it could have been a fred and george weasley moment <laughs> which apparently just goes unpunished and you get to open a joke shop um <laughs> Yeah, and I'm just like, Harry, that's, that is, that is, also, Harry faces, like, no repercussions for, like, basically murdering a student, like, I mean, he's Draco, right, so no one likes him. Yeah, but, I mean, he's still a, he's still part of the school, <laughs> you can't just do that. Um, he also takes a, uh, luck potion at one point, which, like, okay. yeah, he just goes around, like, everything is kind of working out for him, and then they go to, like, a giant spider funeral. I haven't seen this movie in a while, it's a bit, a bit of a, bit of a strange one. There's it sounds also... like just a dream you had. <laughs> he takes a lug potion, then everything's working out, then they go to a spider funeral, and then he almost blows up the school. <laughs> oh yeah, and in the end they're like, we should get out of Hogwarts, because this place, like, this isn't, this isn't the vibe. And then they, like, this peace out. The vibe. So yeah, good movie, good stuff. Then, seven part one, they hide in the forest. Uh, that's the whole movie. This is the Deathly Hallows, is it? Yeah, they. I do not like this movie, even though it's probably good, but um, it scared the shit out of me as a kid. There's one part where they go to this old woman's house, and they're like, we're here to see you about Voldemort or something, and then it turns out the old woman is a snake, and it's pretty pretty scary. Oh. They find the old woman's like corpse in a closet, and then the, like, the snake jumps out of them. Very, a lot of jump scares in that movie. Um, there is one... It's like a, re- it's like a reverse Loki uh, on Thor moment. It is, but... Like, much more violent and horrible. There is one great scene where they do go to the Ministry of Magic, like, disguised as people, and they have to go through a toilet. It's pretty good. And then um, he comes across his arch enemy, Dolores Umbridge, again, and he brings back, like, an mm. epic meme. Not an epic meme, but, like, because she... <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he... He brings out a hashtag funny. Because <laughs> she made him write on his own hand, like, I must not tell lies, like, scarred into his own hand. Which, by the way, again, child abuse, not allowed. Like, you can't yeah, just... not great. Force, but then he was like, she was like, tell... I don't know, I'm, tell everyone I'm great. And he's like, I must not tell lies. And it's like, oh, get fucked. Oh, it's pretty good. Go. Um, and, yeah, and then they run through the forest for a bit. There's a, and then him and Ron have a falling out. They're kind of bickering in the woods because Ron has like an evil necklace and it's making him evil and like sad. Ron's got an evil necklace. They have to, it's kind of like the ring, like the, from Lord of the Rings, they have to carry it around and they're like, Ron, it's mm. making you a dickhead. And he's like, it, it kind of like corrupts him a little bit, yeah. but he has to carry it around. So like, and then he runs away and then he gets, this was the weirdest thing, especially for films that, you know, have like fun, you know, high school you know, growing up, having crushes and stuff. And then suddenly Ron sees a vision of Harry and Hermione having steamy sex. And it's like... Like actual sex? Well, they don't show it like fully. Like they, they show them like romantically together and Ron, you know, obviously not a big fan of that. And then they they swim to the bottom of Cold Lake. Uh, there's a part where Hermione and um, Harry dance. It's kind of nice, I guess. 
And they dance with the pants in Ron's <laughs> And then um, at the end, Dobby dies and he gets stabbed and it's pretty sad. Ah, oh, lol. And then finally... Dobby loves Mr. Potter. Oh, Dobby's dead. I do not like Dobby. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very beautiful paying tribute to uh, one of your favorite characters, clearly. And then the last one, um, they... Last one's epic. It's really great. It's just like basically a big epic battle for the end of it. And it's just a it's a very satisfying conclusion to like the whole the whole build up. Like it's just this because mm. you've seen them go through school and then like uh, it's kind of went away from that. And now it's like it's just like they're in the school still like where they had all these memories. But now it's like just crazy battle and all this, you know, all this shit culminating. Yeah. And emotionally, everything culminates with Snape, with Voldemort. Uh, the whole story comes to it even like side characters like Neville get their moment. Um, it's full of, you know, the, there's a big bank heist at the start that's great. Epic movie, very, not one that, like, I watch very often, but it's one for, like, a, you know, sort of, like, it's a, a big it's, occasion, yeah, it's, you know? It's like mm-hmm. an endgame style, just really, really satisfying final culmination. And there's a scene at the end where they're all old, and it looks really bad, and it looks like they're just in old makeup, and it's like, why would you do this? Oh, yeah, I do. So, tell me, and you can spoil what happens in, in like the end? Does Voldemort die? Does Harry die? So it I turns heard Harry out. Died. Well, it turns out Harry has a piece of Voldemort's yeah. soul in him, and they've always been connected because Voldemort did this thing where every time you kill someone, your soul splits into another piece or whatever. Um, mm. Or not every time, but whatever sometimes. And then so there's a piece of Voldemort in Harry. So Harry has to die for um, Voldemort, Voldemort to, die. to die. So Voldemort kills Harry, and then he goes to a magic train station in heaven where low-key Dumbledore shows up, and he's like, yo. And they see a little fetus Voldemort, and Dumbledore's like, that's fucking weird. And then he, he's like, you know what, Harry, you can take the train to death, or you can take, you can go back downstairs and keep living. And Harry's like, well, obviously I want to keep living. And so he goes back down, and then he kills Voldemort. <laughs> and then he kills Voldemort. After I yeah. see. So the, the, the last two movies are largely about finding all these pieces of Voldemort's soul and destroying them so they can finally kill. Mm. It's kind of like a boss where you have to, like, kill a bunch of little yeah, parts yeah. of him and then finally get to the... A bunch of, like, little side quests and then you get to the main one. Yeah, so, um... And, yeah, and then Voldemort disintegrates into little pieces. Um... And then they're all, like, kind of happy-ish, except everyone died, including including Fred, who, if you ask me, got what he deserved. <laughs> no, sorry, it's a very <laughs> sad moment. I hear that there's a job opening at the joke store. <laughs> uh, also, yeah, a lot of death in these movies for kids' movies. Like, so much death. Thulis dies, I think. Thulis? Um, Hedwig, that owl dies. Hagrid stays alive. <laughs> That's disappointing to me, so. Um, but yeah. Anyway, the Harry Potter films, excellent movies. Uh, one of my Very in-depth review we've done here. Yep, totally. Uh, also, they're the Fantastic Beast ones, but whatever. Beasticles. First one's okay, second one's bad. Yeah, we've yeah. talked about them a lot yeah. more than the actual Harry Potter movies, so. Yeah, we'll see how the third one goes. I'm kind of excited. Um, but Yeah, I'll watch it. I, oh, and just because we're going to title this Harry Potter movies ranked, let's not forget that this time. I'm going to rank okay. them um, from best to worst. I'm going to say number three. Number eight, number one. Oh god, this is so much more complicated than I thought it would be. Um, <laughs> number five, number four, number six, number two, number seven. I'm pretty sure that was all of them. And then Fantastical Beasticles is a separate thing. How would you rank the three right. that you've seen? <laughs> um, I'd probably rank The Prisoner of Azkaban as number one. Mm. Then we'll go second one as number two. And then, no, sorry, 
we'll go first one number two and then the second one will be the third just because the second one i don't really remember what happens in it Fair. from dobby showing up being a little bitch <laughs> was that in the third one that's the second one okay that's what i thought well good stuff now it uh it is time for the tom canoes So, because we're recording this so far in advance, we don't have exactly a fresh piece of Tom Canoes, so maybe something crazy happened this week, but we do have something emailed in, so I think it's a good time mm. to do that. ZJ13Goat sent us uh, a, a Twitter account we may be interested in, and it is, in fact, TCanoes62, where they report Tom Cruise news on Twitter, so maybe we should start oh frequenting my. that site. I think we might have to go back on Twitter and... <laughs> and looking at that only. And I also enjoyed, because I checked it out, and at the time of checking it out, the first thing that I saw was a it was a picture of Tom Cruise on set for Mission Impossible wearing like a, a t-shirt or whatever. You know, not looking mm. not looking too shabby. Um, uh-huh. And the caption just said, just look at those arms. I was like, all right. <laughs> um, you're supposed to report... Is this a Tom Cruise news page? <laughs> I, was like, I thought this was a Tom Cruise news page, but this is clearly a Tom Cruise... Uh, Thirst trap. <laughs> Um, but it is what it is. But yes, yeah, so- <laughs> hot new take. Tom Cruise is built. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that was the Tom Canoes for this week. And now for the announcements and such, we actually, because this week's pod hasn't gone up, we don't have any comments as of yet. So let's check the fan page real quick. Also, well, we, we, we can record a little, uh, cheeky announcements later if you want, since it's so early, but you'll be in or Spain. Do you do- True. I mean, we can go back to our ways of us phone recording if you want, but, or should we just do it now? I think we should just do it now. Um, uh, fair, 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 fair. We also, by the way, shout out to Kian <clears throat> for helping me understand Letterboxd because I have not been using it because I don't really get it. I mean, I don't not get it, but I was like, I don't really know how to do the different things here. And Kian did send me. Like, a... <laughs> I mean, it's not like I don't get it, but I just don't understand a thing that's going on. Okay. <laughs> but Kian did send me like a little helpful thing about how to use Letterboxd, which was nice. And also, GC Green sent in the um, Tyrese Morbius tweet thing that we talked about last week. Um, so mm. thank you for that. But then. <clears throat> On the fan page, we have Morbius sequel titles. Morb- oh, wait, we already did this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Sorry. Okay, there are basically going to be no announcements this week because we are recording this early. But next week, best believe, we'll have so many announcements. We'll have so many newses, so many mini-reviews, and maybe even a topic. Ooh. Who even knows these days? Who knows? So, damn. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, and also, hopefully, we can talk about Fantastical Beasticles 3 next time. Um, mm, yes. When, when is it? It's coming out? Next week, April 16th, Next I week. So Ooh, I'll be in Denmark. I, will, I'll, I might see it in Lundgrubiu, you know. Oh, you wouldn't go back to the old woody place. I might just have to do it. Oh, amazing. <laughs> well, um, yeah, thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed this, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell button, comment your thoughts on the Harry Potter movies down below, um, and also tell your friends about the pod please. <laughs> and if you're listening, yeah, if you're on YouTube, we're also on Spotify and Apple podcast, please leave a five-star rating and hit that follow button. You can find me on YouTube, BHL Hudson, Instagram, Twitter, BHL underscore Hudson. You can email the pod at bhlhudsonvids at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter, FTK underscore doll sniper. You can find me on Instagram at Fidalgard and you can find me on YouTube at FTK, FTK space gaming. Thank you very much for listening and we will see you next time. Did you dumbledore?